0: What are you buying? Time to grind through the end of the week. It's the grinding gear podcast. I'm Garrett here as always with Kyle. Hello. Here, to, here to do our talking head thing. Yes. You look like you're ready for a morning show. You got like a you're posing with a coffee mug. <laughs> is that a toucan? <laughs> uh, it's um it's the bird from uh up. I have a up, an up mug. Oh, it's I got, got the bird up? or it's got yeah, the dog and, on there. And, and yelling the squirrel. dog is saying squirrel. It's uh. a very unfortunate mug, though, as you will see in the live show, we'll only be able to see this, but it says squirrel across it, because you know, uh Paul the dog or whatever his name was. But if I turn it ever so lightly. It begins to look like he's saying squirt and poo is shooting out the back of his butt because oh. of the re- the, uh, the black or the brown, uh, the brown handle. So it's a I would very have very unfortunate. N- never noticed that Kyle. If you hadn't pointed it out, fortunate mug, but it, it's, it's, it's wide. It's a wide top. I like my ah. wide tops. Ah. So, hmm. Oh, and I, I got a new coffee. Mm. It's called Midnight Run. It had um, you know, retro wave on, it. and I was like, "Well, I'm buying that." You know, like I'm sure wine people do. They're like, "Oh shit!" Like, "Oh, uh, <laughs> a, a, a demon's own blood." That sounds excellent. D- 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 oh, it <laughs> d- d- depends on what type of wine person you are, because I bet if you're educated, you probably look where it comes from. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, I would never. I don't. No, I don't o- know. Oregon here? Hell no. <laughs> Oregon is maximum wine snobbery. I got, I got nothing. Here. I got. No- I have when- one coffee I love, and I just keep buying that coffee uh but it's, it's 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 a little expensive so i only drink it on the weekend it's my grind my mm-hmm. own those are the beans that that we get mailed yeah, to yeah. us. Oh, uh, we do uh, we do that every day that's uh, a that, that's my my cope <laughs> That's you're, you're, the best my to your cope my my gift to me is uh, grinding my own beans and you using don't my You call that cope you, you, gotta solve, get through you life. call that self care dude you call that self care right well yeah well self care is more effortful you know mm. uh cope is is a quick is a quick aside for yourself, and I feel like that's what coffee is. Self-care is, the, is fort building. Like, you, you go on the couch, you get the blankets, you get the laptop or your screen set up, you get the snacks and range, you got the water, you got, like, like uh, self-care is inconvenienced by biology and bio, right, bio breaks. That, mm. that, that's what self-care is. You got you to reach okay. a certain level. No that's that's why I I also I do a coffee on the weekend during during the week I'll still slow pour but I have the pre ground stuff I'm I'm lazy during the week but I I do sure. slow pour because it still makes a difference. Um, weekend I do the whole grinding and shit. But that's that's me and my, my cocktail obsession. I love I love taking like ten minutes to like do all the stuff to make a good cocktail. Like getting out my citrus and getting yeah. my peel and cl- I clean up my peel. I get out my nice sharp knife and I clean the peel up. I don't have the live edges on it. I make it look nice. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm stirring, I take my time and get all my ice in there, stir it nicely. Otherwise, it's all going into the shape. I love it. I love the whole ritual of it. Uh, it makes me take a breather. It's good stuff. It's important. Yeah, it's, it's the setup, the the candles, lighting, the nest building, the what are we? The wait, wait, what are we setting up? Like? <laughs> well, I'm just saying, like it, these are all very important things. It's a oh, very yeah. primal kind of thing inside of ourselves. You know, we, kinda, we we oh, have man. we have a need to prepare the den the cave for the evening and i I think it's a very important practice and i think anything that tries to sell you something that expedites that process is is doing it wrong for instance i right now am experiencing extra stress in my life because my room looks like an hg geiger uh painting with how much i've let my cords go to hell because i'm getting a new computer next week and i refuse to organize these cords yes your your poor your poor case has been delayed uh, we, we thought we would both have our computers this week. Um, uh, if you've been, been following along, you may have picked up on some hints that maybe one of them already showed up. Uh, but we're not going to talk about that. Nope. No, we're no, not. It, it, we're just going to pretend. All, it's, all, it, it's all great. Like it's, I, I'm more than happy with the situation. It's merely the, you know, the side quests are, are, are falling apart at the seams. And, uh, oh, man, I'm so ready. I'm so ready. I tried to play Diablo 4 this weekend, I made a uh, druid. I fired it up. And I noticed, you know, my shadows are kind of like doing the like the weird tinkling kind of thing on the sides and like the graphic the snow um, yeah. was kind of light. Because I'd watch videos all week about, you know, Diablo reactions and stuff. And so I had seen the gra- now I had seen the graphics and I was like, well, I'm not I'm not interested right now. It's in a good that. looking game. It's a yeah, really exactly. good looking game. Exactly. Um, so, Yeah. I'm in limbo. I'm in limbo. At yeah, the well, moment. we're gonna, limbo. We have a lot of video game stuff to talk about today, so I, I actually wanted to kick off the top of the show and just kind of ask, like, "Hey, we, we we've been watching, man, because uh, uh, I just saw John Wick Four <laughs> last night, and it is tell me about John Wick Four. My, I can't remember last time I saw a movie on a weekday, like actually went to the theater and and saw a movie, but we 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 couldn't make it happen last weekend. And Both Katie and I are massive John Wick fans. And so Katie was just, what if we just went, what's to stop us going during the week? We're adults. We can do that. And I was like, okay, that's true. Okay, sure. Sure. Um, Yeah. Obviously I won't get into spoilers here, but if you consider my opinion, whether I liked it or not a spoiler, then I guess this is a spoiler, but I really liked it. I really liked it. I think it is the best of the sequels. Nice. Yeah. I think it's my favorite. Still the first one. Still, uh, still an OG John Wick fan. The first one is, is simple and contained in a way that I really, really respect. Uh, but damn, John Four, it brought it, man. It brought it, it brought like almost nonstop action in a way that I don't feel like I've experienced since Mad Max Fury Road. Okay. that Yeah, that was pretty long. That was, that was, that was a long one, Uh decent amount of setup. And then you just got to cars for the rest of it, the bullet farms and whatnot. Yeah. Yeah. Where it's just kind of like one big chase. John Four kind of has that like one big chase feel without it. Seeming like it's it doesn't globe trot because it does very much globe trot like you would expect in a John Wick movie. Yeah, at this point, that's that's kind of what we do. It's it's not necessarily a James Bond film, but you do have a location to go to and experience. I like I like I liked two was two the Blade Lady with the blade legs in the, in the mirror room. Blade legs. Yeah, she had blade legs. I think. Are you thinking of Kingsman? Was there uh, in Kingsman? The, you had the the right hand man, lady of Samuel L. Jackson, and she straight up had blades for legs. Oh, did she? Yeah, okay. Maybe I am confusing, Kinsman. Yeah. Yeah. The shot very similar. The color, the color palette is very, very similar. Uh, well, there, there was the one where like they were casually shooting each other through their coat pockets, and I thought that was kind of dumb. Like, I think that was... that was also two. That was two. Okay. That was two, and two also had the hall of mirrors, I believe. Um, And I admired the scene where he built a gun for the purpose of firing at once, but yeah, that was that was practically like a meme in the middle of the movie. It almost didn't make sense in Choose two, the one where he also like escapes through the catacomb. I love that catacomb sequence because the catacombs are cool. You see the setup ahead of time where he's leaving guns for himself on his escape route. Yeah. So there's, the, there's I, just that I, I, wonderful payoff where you're like, wait, didn't he leave what looked like a high powered shotgun? And then he gets to it and like the entire action just escalates greatly. Uh, it's, there's, there's something gr- I, I haven't hated any John Wick movie. Uh, there's there's just John Wick movies I like more than others. Like, that's just kind of how it goes. But yeah, Ford's really good. I think you're going to dig it because I know you really like when they pull the damn camera out. Yes! And yes! they just hang on a shot for a while and let the action awesome. play out unbroken. And there's so much of that in this. The cinematography is phenomenal. Um, that's great to hear. Yeah, and there's... There's uh there's one secret I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say what happened. Sure. Uh but but speci- they specifically do something with the camera that I adored. And it's a lo- very long oneer. It's great. But they mm. they put the camera in a place I've never seen them do in a John Wick movie before. And uh and it and it just felt Right at home in that movie, it was good. I'm gonna assume they did Doom first person <laughs> with uh, the Rock. You shouldn't assume that because I hate that sequence. <laughs> the yeah, Doom, the Doom. I can't stand the Doom movie. I think it's real dumb. I would totally watch it with you though. It's like a, like if you wanted to sit there and, and you're okay with me making fun of it, I'd be totally down. I, my, my opinion of the Rock has uh, dropped dramatically since I heard that song he did about like um, going hard and working out and face off. The song's called Face Off. It's a, like a rap song. Yeah, yeah, where, where it's like, oh, we're stay hungry by the hour, and he's like, and, and he raps in the middle of the song with all these other rappers. Is this like, it's it's some, perf- is this something old from back in his wrestling days? Is there, is this no, a new it, it's thing? modern, it's pretty modern. It's um, here, I can even grab it here. Let's see, it is from oh, uh, he's in what, a Tech Nine song, yeah, Tech oh, Nine okay. song. He's in a Tech Nine song. Uh, let me, can I, Let me, because Tech Nine, let me get an album here, maybe a year um 2021 so it's from 2021 it's a perfectly good song but in the final moment you hear him pop open a something which i assume is one of those energy drinks he sells in the middle of gaming you know advertisements and you hear him go ah, one take one shot that's a rap. and i'm like bullshit bullshit you liar the rock i thought you were better ba- you lie to my face it's like a streamer saying one shot one shot the boss Bullshit." That upset me. I I will not I will not recover from this. My fandom has dropped dramatically. I uh I I didn't have uh, Kyle yells at the Rock on my bingo card for today. Not right. It it ain't right. It ain't right. Uh, if you want to know what I'm watching, you know it's obviously my usual junk food. Uh, you, oh, you, know, uh, Ky- you up to your usual bullshit? <laughs> yeah, up to my usual. Uh, Kyle's on his here. bowl again. Yep, yep. Uh, I checked out So I'm a Spider, So What? the anime, and it was heavily computerized and had like a bunch of human parts, not like a body parts, like as in um, like sides that I just didn't really care about. So I'm a Spider, So What? Uh, uh, student dies, becomes re- re- reincarnated in a spider as a spider in a magical world where they are leveling up and it's very like skill heavy, like the skills are on screen, and you see the XP bars and the level up processes happening, and I was like, "This, this, this, this is missing here. Like, this feels artificial. This is weird, stilted." And so I went back and checked out the manga, and I've been loving that. That's like my nighttime reading. I've heard the light novels amazing, but yeah, I, I really want the pictures right now, and that that's been so super chill. But I was still kind of you know, you get that feeling where you're like, "Well, I don't really want to read tonight. You know, I don't. I, I want just to play." Without me being present, so last night I fired up something called Uncle from Another World, and it's amazing, dude. If speaking, I topped the show, or I guess that that didn't make it in the podcast. It was it was the pre-show, but we were talking about you. Know, oh, we oh, we talked about coffee. Was that here or was that there? Nope, yep, that or, was we, it's coffee made the show. Coffee made the okay, show. Okay, okay, How okay. much coffee have you had? Uh, enough, and the the, the, <laughs> the dad sleep. Remember the dad sleep. Never forget that. Just making sure. Just making sure. It. It's, uh, it'd be great for your mental health, is what I'm saying, Gary. You should watch the show. It's on Netflix. It's about a guy who was isekai transported to oh, another no. world. Okay. All right. In, in 2000, I believe, and stayed there for 17 years and then woke up from his coma and he's now back in the real world. And he has all these experiences from the other world. Wait, he, wait, wait. He was isekai into the year 2000? No, no. He, he at The year 2000, he was isekai and went to a magical oh. fantasy world. Oh, OK. He, OK. All right. I missed that bit because yeah. if you're telling me there's a there's an anime where I can uh, relive my high school years, I would watch the shit out of that. No. And so then he wakes up in 2017 back into the real world, having experienced the isekai world, but now has to get along in the normal world. And he still he brought with him all the magics he had learned. But as he is a rather ugly man nobody trusts him. He was just in East Sky World where everyone was beautiful in anime and he was an ugly normal person. So they all thought he was an orc or something like that in there. And he's now having to get by. In particular, he decides to get by by showing off his magic powers on YouTube and he has to learn how to deal with comments and trolls (laughs) and it's it's actually it's a little deep, and it's kind of perfect. Okay, right you just sold me. You, you, yeah, what, is this on? Is on, on Crunchyroll? Is this on? No, it's on. It's on Netflix. It's a Netflix. Oh, uh, well then, then there, there you go. I can watch. I got the again. animation is, I think, hideous. Some people say like Rick and Morty's hideous, and I, I get, I get it, right? But I mean, I'm looking at the dude and the way they draw his, uh, his, his teeth uh, does kind yes. of freak me out. Yeah, he, it looks like it was drawn by like a college metal poster. I mean, right. I'll I'll say this too Parties. though, uh, you know, just just sli- just slinging shade on on shows I haven't watched, uh, uh, look more like it's more likely I would watch this than that spider nonsense. You just you just prattled on about. Sure, the, the spider nonsense is entirely for me. I love video game logic, and I love when characters are aware it's a video game. I don't like it when it's not an isekai. If someone like went to the other world and doesn't or never went to another world, doesn't know it's a video game, but it has video game logic, like I, for the most part, I'm like, well, this is dumb. I want to I love dying the game die for real, too. That's like that's ultimate mm. like junk food. Mm. Just absolute crap that I will always eat. Uh, but th- this was really, really cute. And uh, I am immensely enjoying it at the moment. So check out for yourself, for your own health, uh, uncle from another world. Oh, nice. O- outside of that, I'm watching all the normie things. So what's normie right now? Uh, Mandalorian, Ted Lasso season three. Uh, finish Last of Us. What else is there? Well, you know what? I haven't started. Oh, that's-, that's also normy. Is, is the second season of Shadow and Bone is out, and I did like the first season, but I keep forgetting the second season's out because they took oh, such I- a long time. No, that doesn't sound intensely normie. I think intensely normy is like uh, baking shows and um, like uh, Jersey Shore kind of mm. level. Oh, and then and then TV. one of one of my one of my favorite short-lived comedies has has returned. It's called Party Down, and it's got a. Uh, we, oh shoot. How, what would you, i I, this is where I, I seize up is me trying to think of where you specifically would recognize an actor from. Uh, cause if I say Ben from Parks and Rec, <laughs> you won't know what the hell I'm talking. No, about. I, yeah. Uh, damn. Yeah. I, uh, did you see Krampus? Ah, uh, I think so. Oh yeah. It's the, it's the guy. Um, Cr- uh, he looks it, like Adam Scott is the actor. Yeah. Name. Yeah. He looks like a doctor. He should be in doctor who. Uh, just, just, yes, except face. he's, he's American, but yes, <laughs> I know. But if you like lined up all the doctors ever and like did one of those like baby morphs, like where you you combine them all into a, a single person, he looks like all the doctors combined. You know, you're not, at least from our generation, right? Like if you go Eccleston through Smith. I mean, yeah. You'd have to skip the bald one because it would do that weird, like half bald thing when you do the conversion. And so you'd have to like, kinda, you kind know, of Photoshop. There's a bald dog. You race that out. Well, he had shaved head. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eccleston. Yeah. If you, if you combine all the young, I guess is just Tennant and Smith. Like If you just combine Tennant. I guess and that's Smith, really what I'm Adam saying Scott. is, yeah, he looks like Tennant and Smith had a baby. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Because then we hit Capaldi, who's an older gentleman. Uh, yeah. 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 Yes. <laughs> so what about him? <laughs> um, oh, he's in uh, uh Shoot. Shoot, I just watched something with him that I've I I've you've you've got me off the Oh, Party Down. It's a it's a it was a very short lived TV comedy in two thousand nine. Uh and they just brought it back for like a revival season, and it's really good. It's funny as hell. One of one of they're the, doing a between two ferns movie. Oh this shit. Weird. Why would they do a whole movie of that? I mean, that show's great. It's fine, you know. I've seen I've seen the clips. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, you catch up on you need to catch up on Mando because there was a thing last night that I want to talk to you about, but it was very specific, and we'll have to save it for a for a for a bonus chat. It just concluded, right? Like it's all wrapped up. Oh God, no, no. Oh, okay. No, I, I, I like heard that. there was I heard there was a thrilling conclusion last night or something like that. So mm-hmm. I guess they mean just the conclusion of the episode or. Along those lines, I, I guess sort of yeah. There was honestly last night's probably my least favorite of the season so far, but uh, no. there, there was still some some things to be gleaned from it that I would like to have a chat with you about. But mm. but yeah, but yeah. Also, I just I, I finally watched it. Speaking of Adam Scott, uh, I finally started and finished Severance, which is I I would love to. It's one of those shows that I watch and I'm like I don't think Kyle would ever pick this up on his own, but I'm dying to know what you would think of it. Apple TV drama. Yes. Uh, The picture looks like it's in space. It is. uh, The the simplest way I can tee it up for you is that people work, that people go to work for this one company and they have, and and they have to get a a procedure done to their brain that when they enter work, they have no memory of the outside world. And when they leave work, they have no memory of their life at work. So they're essentially two completely different people uh, in and out of work. And uh, that—that's the simple setup. Like that's the first like ten minutes paycheck. of the show. You'll—you'll you'll understand that. And then the whole, whole season just plays with those rules delightfully. Like oh, it's great. It's paycheck. That—that's the plot of Paycheck with Ben Affleck from two thousand three. I don't know what Paycheck is. It is a not great movie, but I enjoyed the 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 premise it had Uma Thurman it's got uh, Aaron Eckhart Oh shit Michael C Hall's in this What Yeah 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 you got uh, yeah, yeah that yeah, that was that would have would, been post Ben Affleck uh uh, uh not Deadpool it was the was the other superhero I like Daredevil Batman That would have no. been post Ben Affleck Daredevil which uh, uh I didn't watch a Ben Affleck movie for a really long time after that cuz that movie's talented. Yeah Yeah my my dad was a huge comic book fan of Daredevil and he was Quite disappointed leaving no. the theaters. After I that didn't one. know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, no. I, got, I got some. I got some gems. I got like the original uh, Tarzan. I have one of the old Conan comic books around here. Uh, the first She Hulk ever. I have from him. Damn. I got. He, yeah, damn. he had some. He had some comic books. He had some comic books. Uh, I, I I just have a bunch of baseball cards that I didn't appreciate. <laughs> <laughs> sure, sure. <laughs> That's what I've got. I mean, there's, there's a deeper conversation right You know, there of, like, my dad tried to protect me from bullying by not showing that side of him when I was growing up. So only, like, later in college when I was, like, going through the attic and I was like, what the hell is that? Dad, you're fascinating. Get in here. I, you know? <laughs> but he didn't want me to know that world that he was a part of because he was hoping he could save me from bullying. Mm. And, well, it didn't work out because I loved Dungeons & Dragons the second I saw it, so... Yeah, the only nerdy thing my dad liked as a kid was Zorro, and so we went and saw Zorro together. That was it. That was pretty much it, huh? huh. <laughs> I do love the Zorro movie. I yeah, do I do too. It. I did the one yeah. with the one with Antonio Banderas is, is yeah. underrated, criminally underrated. And the sexy knife fight you got, uh, you got like uh, the yep. the, bad, the bad guys are great. I love the speech that the fingerless Bob does at the top of the hill there. What's the a two-fingered Scott.
1: Um, oh, I forget. I just watched yeah, it, too, but I know exactly what you're talking great. about. He's great. Yes. I
0: mean, obviously, uh, uh, Hannibal is not Spanish, so you know. No, no but he and, and Antonio Banderas play off, play well off of each other in a way that's have, just yeah, enjoyable. they have good to watch. chemistry. They have good chemistry, but obviously, you know, there's some there's you're t- some dated You're telling me a dude who is knighted and is about as British as, uh, <laughs> as someone can be that hasn't played uh, the Doctor uh, isn't? He, he the, doesn't isn't try. That's that's what makes it kind of, you know, like he's just like three men, three cuts. And you're like, OK, you know, it's not like um, a hunt for Red October where you got Sean Connery pretending to be Russian and just they just that, give up. They never actually they never right. even it, it, tried it's not even. Yeah, like like uh, Zorro Mask of Zorro is like we didn't try on purpose. Uh-huh. Red October is we tried, but we failed and we said whatever. But Sean Connery still thought he was doing a Russian accent. And that's where that trouble lies so I, I I really do like that's probably I mean I don't I, I don't think that's a normie thing but I really like um uh, Patriot games I like Red October I like Mr. Cartho moving my camera around uh i I really that's the cat by the way everyone you know, saw him in the video but for thing. the audio audience yeah uh, for the Kyle audio it is, is Kyle's cat who yeah. likes to screw with things he's very mischievous when I sit down in my chair because I'm awful busy these days and he wants me he wants me sitting in the chair for him mm-hmm. um i'm completely forgetting his name uh harrison ford played him for a bit but then oh uh jack reacher yeah no that's the other that's the tom cruise tom cruise is jack reacher a lot of people Uh, have been jack reacher what's it jack reacher including harrison ford i believe wait who's who's the other guy oh jack ryan jack ryan jack Jack ryan Ryan. i literally cannot tell the difference between either of those characters I like Jack Reacher. I'm a big fan of Jack. You know, I thought Jack Reacher was pretty fun stuff. I like um. I, I just like Tom Cruise in general. He just he just does it. He he goes. He's go. He's like 65 or something mad like that too. <laughs> <laughs> just going nonstop. Yeah, so I don't know. I never got into those growing up, which was weird because I was really into Ramo Six. So you, and I liked Harrison Ford, but never never watched those. Yeah. Um. the the dude from Thirty Rock, who's the who's the dude from Thirty Rock, was in um, uh, Alec Baldwin, Red October. Yes, yeah, Baldwin, yeah, yeah yep. Baldwin played Jack Ryan in that, and it would have been interesting to see that go on. It would also be interesting to have seen a young Harrison Ford doing Red October alongside Sean Connery, and then you would have had, you know, uh, Indiana Jones before that. Oh dear God, you're right, you're absolutely right. Well, that would have been neat. <laughs> well, you want to uh, you want to talk about what uh, what's new in the in the world of games this week, huh? Absolutely. Gordon, Gordon. Oh, great news, everyone. Shove it. Resident Evil 4 sells 3 million copies in two days. Damn, weren't we celebrating like, well, I guess it was like 20 million or 10 million for Elden Ring. And I guess that's a bit more of a um, a, a game that it was, people it, it, was, it was, That was slightly before its one year anniversary. This is, this is 3 million copies in two days, which is, is notable because it is that the best-selling yeah. Resident Evil remake to date. Wow. Well, it does. Uh, you know, Resident Evil Four was a force. It modernized. It changed a lot of things. It really kind of brought in heavily the over-the-shoulder shooter. Yes, yes, it. Uh, yes, it did. Yes, it did. And and to me, uh, the 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 uh, uh, warning, warning. Resident Evil hater energy coming in three, two, one. To me, it made Wait, Resident Evil playable. Um, oh, sure. You yeah. are not alone in that. One through three was because someone, someone came at me on Twitter this week because I was tweeting about how I um, uh really enjoying four, but also I, it had this weird effect on me where uh, I went back and played a bunch of the two remake. I started playing the two remake right before I started my masters, and then I never picked it up again, but I was loving it. I was apparently right up to the point where Mr. X appears. Uh, where I left okay. off, because I loaded my save and it said 2021 on it. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't been in here since uh, I went to graduate school. Um, And so I'm just loving it. I'm playing both 2 and 4 right now, and I'm just having a great time. But but back in the day, when Force first came out, that was the first Resident Evil I ever beat. Uh, I remember playing <laughs> Two at a friend's house, and so someone came at me on Twitter because I was like, "Both, both these games, these remakes are, are masterful," and they're like, yeah, "They cut out so much stuff." Like came at, and someone who doesn't follow me, just like blowing up. One of those, one of those. Oh, uh, was on Twitter doing this keyword search and found yeah. you to the, argue the, with. Who are you, by the way? Are you, if you're one of those people, like that's so weird. Uh, well, and anyway, anyway we, we, we have to say seg- we have to segment. It's, it's uh, that's a very important thing to do because people also use Twitter for leudes. Like there, there <laughs> are people, it just like steam accounts. Like there's so many yeah. lewd games on steam and they yes. Yes. But everybody my point, uses Twitter for different uses. So my point to, being is, uh, I stand by my reply to that person. Cause they, they came off pretty salty. So I, I, I hit him with some salt back, which is uh, the first three resident evils was like, if you told someone to make a video game and that person had never seen a video game before. <laughs> okay that's it that's, all right that's, how, that's, that's, how, that, how that how that beehive slap go well I, didn't, I i i never i've sometimes sir i throw a grenade and then i don't look at the explosion a strategy <laughs> a strategy sometimes when i'm annoyed and i'm not actually interested all i want to do is clap back but not engage that's what happens i clap back and then i i never need to hear from that person ever again I and mean, if you so it- if if that is your belief, you still have to acknowledge that the games have been modernized in a profound way. Because I think it, it it's not a foreign concept to suggest to you that difficulty is increased when the game sucks <laughs> in your mind, right? <laughs> I, I mean, I I don't know because I usually don't keep playing a game if I think it sucks. So a... Yeah, but okay. A camera locked up in the weirdest corner and every time you cross this invisible barrier, it shoots down a hallway and you're not really sure what you're aiming at. And you try to run by the thing, but you get caught on the leg and you're wasting your ammo because you're not sure if you're firing up and down. Like all those sort of clunks made Resident Evil difficult and the enemies scary. So I think a lot of people saw something like those original Resident Evil remakes coming down the pipeline. They thought, no, 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 no. If you modernize this, it's going to lose all its fear, which is entirely untrue that we've seen with things like Mr. X chasing you with the baby in the basement with all of Resident Evil 7. Clearly, they are capable of making scary games regardless of the difficulty factor that the old forms gave. And we still have Ammo and inventory management and all those sort of stuff you may have loved. Building keys, taking two pieces of statue. There, there, is, a, a there is a button way. that will optimize your, your, your storage, which, which the purist for four in me went, oh, that's cheating. So I'm guilty of it, too. I'm bothered by those things. That, well, we're, we're going to talk about a, or a Final Fantasy sixteen coming up, too. And, and there is that, but it's right there kind of factor that bothers me at times. So I, <laughs> I, I would agree. That's a misstep. Don't manage my inventory for me. That's why I'm there. My favorite thing, honestly, one of my favorite things about MMOs is inventory management. I love logging in and going through my stuff, and putting this in the doming places, and this in my box, and getting this, and going to my retainers, and did, like doing the, and then dressing up. I love management, and it means I can play a game when I'm not feeling like doing the action part of it. Mm. So I, yeah, that's the best. They messed up there. I, I, I disagree. I don't think I love it in most MMOs. I definitely don't love it in 14. My stuff gets very full very fast, and I'm running out of glam slots. Um. And That's why I'm saying we need tags, like on Twitter. You need to tag, uh, you know, right above your name, it says, Ludes Arguments, And that's why you're here. You know, and then we have like, I'm here for news and video games. That's why you're here. I'm here to share opinions and not listen to ears. You know, like we need, we need those things. So we know what you're coming. It's the same thing. as like, you don't know the age of anybody on the internet, right? You might be arguing with somebody who hasn't experienced enough things to make that call. Mm. Now, of course, age only matters when you're older. Because when you're younger, you're like, what the hell? Why, why would you judge me on my age? But then you get older and you're like, oh my God, I was a dick in my 20s. It, it, uh, it really does uh, happen to to, to most of us anyway. Um, you know, yeah, I don't know. I remember, I remember growing up, getting off the beaten path here and I remember growing up all the time being like, enjoy it now. These are the best years of your life. I'm in my (laughs) thirties now. And I'm like, what the frick were those people talking about? Uh, Being a teenager again, sounds truly like the worst thing you could possibly suggest to me. Like, no, I'm good. I don't like I'd like to maybe see some of my favorite bands when they were young and full of energy. That's about it. Like that is about it. You know what I you know what I, I don't want to go back to being broke and not having any agency over my whole life. Dude, well, and that's why, you know, this uh, this uncle show I'm watching is kind of fascinating because he got transported there at the age of 17. And I'm Mm. like, oh, God, no, that would be the worst surrounded by hot people all the time. And you're 17. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I just want to I want to see an isekai about the lewd argument Twitter dude. Um, I mean, you know, (laughs) (laughs) who learns to love in another world. (laughs) But anyways, um, yeah, uh, Resident Evil 4 remake. So Resident Evil 4, the original one, one of my favorite games of all time, like absolutely in my opinion, a a masterclass of a video. It's a game. wonderful adventure. Yeah. 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 I, I, I replayed the hell out of that game. Um, and, and then five came out. Five's not good, but I had a good time with it. Cause I was at that point I was in college and I had roommates and we, we co-opted through one like the hardest difficulty. And we, we, we found our own fun with that horrible, horrible narrative. Um, it was so video gamey, though, like there was a part where you were in the back of a truck firing at the big monster, push the boulder lava levels like, yeah, it went so far. I never even played a uh, silly giraffe six. Uh, oh, so, yeah. So, I heard nothing good about it. I didn't play six either, but I did play seven, yeah. which is also a master class video game. Um, yeah, I, I haven't played amazing. I haven't played eight yet. So I've played four five, seven uh, and four and five are the only ones I've beat. And I've also now played the 2 remake, uh, but haven't it yet, although I'm going to. I will probably binge it this weekend. I real, I'm like just loving 2. I'm having such a good time with 2. Um, so I, I think kind of what, I'm, what, I'm, what I wanted to talk to you about is um, I don't think I knew I was a Resident Evil fan. I think I'm a Resident Evil fan because uh, 4 is one of my favorite games of all time. And the, uh, the 2 remake is like, it's so good. It's so good, and I've never experienced 2. Like, I was vaguely aware of it, and I remember, like, seeing shit about it in video game magazines back in the day, and that's about it. Like, so 2 is a whole new experience for me. Interesting. I mean, obviously, the fans need you. You know, every game and every community wants to grow. And if the new remakes are increasing the width of the community, the catch of those games so more games can be made... I'd say declare yourself a Resident Evil fan. That's only fair, you know? Yeah, I just I never thought of myself. I never thought of myself as one. I, I used to think of myself as just like Resident Evil 4 fan. Um and just like ah oh, the rest is kind of silly and the lore gets weird and I'm not really here but like it's strange man cuz I'm also like the I'm the uh the the hater for Disney live action remakes. Like I I I to me there there is not a more bereft of creativity <laughs> creation in existence than Disney Saying live action. So, remakes. no, how could this be? I, mean? I know hot take, right? No Shocking. one has ever complained about Disney live action remakes ever, never, ever, ever. Yeah. Aladdin one's better than I, I hate watching it and ended up having a good time. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I don't like remakes in general, but there's, some, there's something, uh, there's something about video game remakes. Uh, I think because video games, are such a product of when they were made that I I, I don't get, I don't get mad about it. I get mad about it. Like re-releases like Nintendo making me buy the same game for the seventh time, uh, infuriates me. But when you, when you put as much effort in as has been put into these Resident Evil remakes, I'm, I'm happy to shell out some money for the experience. Sure, modernize things, try something new. Yeah, no, it, it's solid. I, I liked Code Veronica a lot, and I, re- I really like Code Veronica. But that was really the only Resident Evil game I fully played through growing up. I think that was on the Dreamcast, and I had one of those. I didn't have a PlayStation. So I guess I'm, I'm an older Resident Evil fan. I mean, I, 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 I Veronica you, was but... GameCube era, wasn't it? No, yeah. like, didn't that shit come out on the Dreamcast? Yeah, yeah, I had it on Dreamcast. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, that's all it was dirt. It was great. It was great. Um, but yeah, I was I wasn't an original Resident Evil fan by any means. These remakes are just incredible. I mean, look at the reviews. Honestly, I think a ton of these reviews are propped up by the fact that it comes out and it works. And after Wulong and Wild Hearts and just this endless parade of bad PC ports, we're even seeing tons of bugs in like The Last of Us PC port right now. Which is it's, weird, right? Because then they Right. release uncharted and it worked great on pc i'm not sure about Has, that haven't we not gotten not... an naughty dog game already on pc then it works totally fine i, I don't know because i don't play them because i can't wait so i buy them on playstation but but they but they work i think system works game after game they keep making games that work and they're awesome and they look great and i think a lot of that is due to just the engine and they found something that uh really really is resonating with everybody and i think that's awesome Resonating, I mean, with everybody yeah there's, there's a lot of, or biohazarding. Um, I'm still not sure why we did that, but because resident still makes no sense, but uh, the only real argument I see is like the faces, you know, Resident Evil faces can always kind of be in this engine. They've got kind of a snappiness to them. That's how I, I think they're pretty good. Uh, the, 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 I was, you know, so I was playing it and, and I was surprised that like uh, Katie came over, sat down and, and stayed of her own volition because I didn't think she'd be into Resident Evil. Because um, we we like doing like Naughty Dog games together, we'll we'll play through those, um, and, and she likes she likes watching those. But she's been pretty into Resident Evil 2. and we we found ourselves kind of chuckling a lot during cutscenes in two, and and it hit me. I was like, you know, if you're if you're if you if you play this after something like Last of Us, I'm like, this is kind of like uh, if the CW <laughs> did The Last of Us. Everyone's beautiful and young, and it's a little hammy compared to something like The Last of Us. <laughs> But well, campy, but, right? But that's you the fun be, of resume. Yeah, yeah. There is a camp to it. And and I don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. Because I'd like some of those shows. Like, um, but you, especially with the remakes, like Leon looks like a freaking Backstreet boy now. Like he did, kinda did back in the day, but by now by he, me, really he did, does. yeah. He had yeah. the he had the haircut, the you know, the, the angles, the the yeah. M, the the classic nineties kind of mm-hmm. early early two thousands M going on. Yeah. And that's fine. Yeah. Yeah, so that's just, I'm just, I'm having a really good time and I like it for completely different reasons than I like other things that involve horror elements and zombies and just, just a good, I'm just really enjoying it. It's got a sauce. Yeah. Resident Evil has found their camp sauce and it really, it really, really works. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of a, of a, of a series that's been coming out at relatively the same clip that has just been kind of having bangers as often as Resident Evil has. It's like six was such a... Like, so panned. Like, I didn't play it. I can't speak to it. I just remember the temperature in the room around six. Like, everyone was just dunking on it. And then since then, it's just been like a string of bangers. Like, everyone loves seven. Eight was great. Everyone's praising the remakes, and I'm loving them. It's making me a fan of older Resident Evils that I never cared for. Well, five... For me, five, six, I, again, I didn't play six. You know, I saw images and stuff, but we were bringing back characters that I didn't know with Chris Redfield, and, and he was basically a superhero at that point. I like Leon the super cop, even though he can get a little bit like, hey, what's wrong? Like, you're five hours into the adventure, Leon. They're zombies. Well, that's, you okay I, 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 over that's there? Some, it's that's like, part <laughs> of what I like about <laughs> it, right? Like, I have enough, I do I have enough, like, super serious, like, actually horrifying and emotionally hard. Uh, zombie fiction like I I can go I have the last of us Leon being kind of a superhero is a nice break from that for me like because I like both I really do like hard drama but I also like a little bit of humor and campiness uh, where it feels appropriate and Resident Evil like I think wields it really well and to that I think th- th- when they lost me was when the monster doesn't have a reflection of the person inside anymore. Like there was the woman with the open dress, you know, like the, the, the kind of ball gown. And she injected herself on the boat and then j- falls in the water and turns into like super mega whale. I need like there's a little like a face in there. Just a little uh, Resident Evil was a three or two where you watch the doctor slowly evolve. That's awesome. I love that kind of xenomorph. Style. I just met a doctor in two. If anyone wanted to know where the hell I left off at two, I just got to the end of the sewer section. I just made it to the umbrella facility. Okay. Yeah. And you slowly watch this thing and it eventually becomes like a giant lawnmower <laughs> with an eyeball, but it, a- along the way you get to see the transformation and that's what I find interesting. The chest burster has a face like this. So then the, the Xenomorph has a face like this. So when you get to the queen, it looks like uh, I got to see okay. the through line of the monster to enjoy the transformation. Okay. I dig. I dig. Yeah. I don't I'm just, I'm just, I'm just freaking loving it, man. A four is uh, is great. Yeah. I know. I think, do we talk about it on the show? I, I didn't like the kind of momentum to the steps while you're aiming in the demo. Yeah, that was a popular Dude, what, Like an hour into this game, I wasn't even thinking about it anymore. Like, this is some of the best third-person combat I've experienced. Awesome. It was some of the best in the day when it was a brand-new game, and and I think it's some of the best now in the remake. Like they, they've, made, they've made some really nice changes. I, by the way, suck at this game. Uh, I played quite a bit off-stream, and I died so many times to El... Was it El Gigante? Uh the The, sure, Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. Holy big shit, guy. dude! I think I died like twelve times, uh, and I'm playing on no, no dog I'm, anymore. I'm playing no on dogs. the middle. Uh, do you want an answer? Do you want a definitive <laughs> no, no, answer? because I can give we, you. A we definitive can leave answer. that in the air for anybody concerned okay. about that sort of thing. Okay, I can give you a definitive answer if you uh, off off stream, off stream. I'll let you. Know. Okay, okay. Let okay. You know. tell me, tell me later about yeah, the because apparently people are worried about. I've seen people that are that are Discord be like, I don't want spoilers. I'm like, this game came out in like 2004. <laughs> Like, but it's all—it's it's not about story; it's about gameplay, and in particular, adaptation. Right? I—I know, but my brain just goes. This—it's old. Let's let's absolutely. go. Let's let's we all a have a Let's have a communal experience. We we need a different word than spoiler for that, right? Because what, what they're saying is, I don't want the gameplay to be uh, infringed upon. Because mm, mm. I want to see how it was developed. Like I loved watching you play Dead Space because. I was so hyper aware of like every nook and cranny in every hallway from playing that game so many times that seeing it was fascinating. I could totally see someone in another situation being like, whoa, I, I, I don't even want to know. I don't even want to know. And I think there's a lot of people doing that with Final Fantasy 16 as well. You know, they just, they were already sold. Don't want to say a thing about it. <laughs> That's how I feel about the, the D&D movie. I haven't seen anything. I'm hearing solid things. I've seen the uh, same trailer like three times because it's played before every movie I've gone to see recently. Yep, I believe it. I believe yeah. it. Is and, it? you know, there's a the great comedy beat with a dead body that I have now seen too many times for it to be funny anymore. Yeah. And isn't it going to be the worst if it's not like actually in the movie? That's the thing I hate the most. <laughs> Drives me up a wall. I remember, this is really particular, but I remember the trailer for 101 Dalmatians came out when we were kids. Oh, boy, here we go. And there was a scene where Mister Weasley and whoever the other guy was was in an elevator, and they go oh 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 and fall down an elevator. Wasn't in the movie at all. Just this whole elevator thing missing. Now I don't know why the dogs, the Dalmatians, put <laughs> Mister Weasley and his friend in an elevator. I don't. Remember, Jasper and Horace, that was their name, Jasper and Horace. <laughs> uh, I don't remember why they have or how or what scene. I knew that like they were in a barn. So there was room for the elevator and we watched Pongo or dipstick. It was dipstick. Go down a slide. Your memory of, have you watched this recently? No, no. I just saw it. A lot of the kids. How is close. this all? So I don't think I've ever committed a single Dalmatian name to memory. Cause I have intense spatial awareness, but <laughs> no memory memorization for real people because real people often have boring names, not like Pongo and dipstick. It's <laughs> okay, so I won't remember a human's name, but I can remember the dogs' names, and I, I, I'm very spatially aware. I can I can get out of a mall wherever I am. That's my superpower. So, so, sounds good. I can so, always find my car. You're like, oh, I'm parked by the Urban Outfitters. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I know exactly where I'm going. Oh, yeah. past the dicks, because I laughed at that on the way in. <laughs> There we go. <laughs> this been around forever. How do you still laugh? at that? I know, but they put a bunch of balls outside, and it's funny as hell. They have like the <laughs> basketball, the baseball. They're all lined up. Like Target has the balls outside, but it's dicks. And you gotta every time. You gotta laugh. You gotta laugh. All right. I have one last thing I want to bring up before we before we talk Final Fantasy sixteen in regards to the Resident Evil stuff and, and kind of just Capcom in general. Okay. Can we get a really high high effort remake of the original Dead Rising? please. Oh, that, that was Capcom. Yeah, dead that's Capcom. Oh, huh. Yeah, I think I, I just kind of squared that away in like rock star kind of territory. I go back to it like every five years. World. I have a weird affinity for the very first, for the very first dead rising. And I would love, love, love a redo of that. Oh, I agree with chat. Not before dino crisis. Dino crisis was really cool. Oh, that was the game I always wanted to play as a kid, but I didn't have a PlayStation. That was it. That was it. That was fixed camera angles too, though, right? I believe so, yes. And it was very, it was, I mean, it was cut from very much the same cloth as Mm. Resident Evil. Mm. Yeah. But it was about dinosaurs. And, you know, some of them were zombified or at least heavily dino damaged. And there was raptors and, you know, all your favorites. Plus, we can handle the feathers now if, if you want to do that. I, we we seesaw wildly if we. The dress were just gave up. I think. Well, up. I think right. Well, no. I think they're trying to. Mo- I think they try to keep to the modern thing. You know, I'm not to give Jurassic Park too much credit, but I think they try to keep with whatever's modern. And they even had that throwaway line that, "Well, this is what the tourists wanted to see," uh, from Doctor. Exactly. That's the thing. They like, gave up in their yeah. own movie. They're, they're just like, we know, and we don't care. Just, it was also beautiful. changing all the time, right? Like, I go go to a dinosaur Reddit, and there is an argument day after day whether or not this skin imprint has feathers <laughs> on it. I have no way to segue from feathers to thanking our wonderful supporters over at supporterbromance.com. so I'm just going to do that's this. Beautiful. That, that's beautiful. That's great, yeah. I'm gonna just Do you do like this? dinosaur feathers? Do you want to support people who... Find them okay. <laughs> if I, true, we'll accept them. I have been playing a little bit of uh, Jurassic World Evolution too. Anyway, uh, if you want to support my obsession with uh, park building games uh, <laughs> or anything that I do with Mr. Kyle here, check out support our Thank you so much for the support, everybody over there. That'll take you directly to our Patreon. Uh we also have YouTube memberships if that's your preferred way of supporting that you can do right on the YouTube channel it's right there but we've got some uh, bonus content for you also you won't you won't hear this we'll we'll cut this damn ad out for you you won't get it you'll get a special version of the podcast just for you uh, it's an RSS feed link so you can plug it into damn near any podcatcher out there it's quite nice you just get it like normal and it doesn't have doesn't have the ads in it so go check it out we really appreciate it and you'll get access to our members only channels in our discord where, uh, when we do Q and a later today, we pulled a bunch of questions from there. So go check it out. Support our bromance.com. Thanks so much, everybody. All right. Let's talk about some final fantasy 16 because, uh, I think we both ended up watching a little bit of the demo at PAX, even though I think you and I are both kind of like done watching previews of this, but, uh, I mean, it broke through I watched the whole thing. I watched the whole thing. You watched the whole damn, the Holy crap. Yeah, I, sc- dude, I scrubbed it. around a bit. I scrubbed around a bit. Dude, the the hosts are so endearing. Like I it, it feels like a meme because yeah, obviously there's a lot of Yoshi P love and a lot of Koji love and everything, but like they're just so cute on stage. They're so freaking nerds and I just kind of dug it. Like I just I I dug the energy that they were bringing to the panel, so I ended up watching the whole thing. Mm, yeah, that, that's kind of that's kind of my my feeling too. Like I I it broke through my like ah, I don't really need to see any more uh, wall because the memes. Uh, if you missed it, uh, Yoshi P, producer on the game, also, uh, like the face of Final Fantasy 14, if you're over enjoying that MMO, uh, went to pet the dog in game and almost uh, attacked the damn dog. Which yep, you can't, well, you can't do, by yep, the way. You can't it, do. cannot kill the dog, but it was very funny in the moment. Uh, cause these were, you know, uh, devs of the game at PAX in person playing the game live, uh, And uh, uh, trying to attack the dog went viral. (laughs) So it was great. It it was accidental. There was even a part where like they're reaching over to grab the controller and giving it some extra spins because they knew they would be accused of showing fake footage. Remember, was it five years ago already? But like the buff dude walks out and like grabs the controller like he's holding two dumbbells and starts gaming in front of everybody. And it was just really like, what the shit? I don't remember this at all. I have no idea what you're talking about. And it was very much in that era of the fake voiceovers and the, Tag Team 1, are you there? Yeah, let's go. And you're just like, people don't talk like this in a video game. You're all fakers. All these fake gamers out here, and they got you all upset. So they're highly aware of what people think. In fact, uh, half of this thing... Is dedicated to combating trolls, which I don't feed the trolls. But also, it was really nice to see them like argue with trolls for their video game. So they went point by point in this presentation, showing off the biggest critiques they had gotten. Most of them were about like uh, load screens, RPG elements, why it's not turn-based, why is that the action base, and they spent quite a bit of time talking about QTE hate that people had expressed towards them. And it was just, it was a very organic thing. It it was very personal. Yeah, it's, uh, you can totally, I mean, you can do whatever the hell you want. They're, they're, they're people, right? They can make their own damn decisions. But like, in terms of like a strategy of how you talk to communities and whatnot, like you can absolutely engage voices of dissent. It's just, it's all about how you do it. And to me, I like the way they do it here. None of it felt mean spirited uh, and they kept it fun. So. yeah it was, it was really sweet they're obviously very very excited about this game they're nervous as hell on stage because apparently i guess maybe it froze earlier when they tried oh, the, to demo if it you, if you tried to watch the stream live the stream was a nightmare it, it, it oh, broke a okay. lot it broke a lot not, it, if you go back and watch it now it's not so bad a lot of the vods that are out there are, are stitched together where it's essentially seamless um but uh, i know the twitch stream went down quite a few times well, this was I mean, happened. obviously, it's the most apologetic team on the planet, but they apologize the whole time they were doing <laughs> the, the presentation. So for me, this this did like satisfy quite a bit of what I was curious about and my biggest fears, because my biggest fear seeing anything that looks cool in a video game is I immediately think of Superman 64, a flying game where you play as Superman, but everything is metered. Everything has a point value that decreases. When you fly, you have to fly through rings, damn it. Like, no, the point of a Spider-Man game is to swing through New York and just go for it. But that Superman game of N64 just hooped everything. And so when I saw icons battling, when I saw these big set pieces having that, of course my brain went, nah, this is all fake. You know, this is all QTE. This is all a quick time event. This is all just a stage. There's going to be like two buttons for me to press during these battles. It's basically just an interactive cinematic and, you know, means I'll watch a stream and I've saved myself $70 because if the whole game is basically a movie, just watch the movie, you know, when I'm in the mood for it. When I'm in the mood to game, I want to play a video game. I want to be interactive. And they did a really good job showing off all the parts of the fighting and how you're going to get there. Uh, My big concern right now looking at the game is I hope the power system is dealt out in a very metered way, in a way that makes me respect and acknowledge where each of these powers came from. And I don't see why it wouldn't be right. Like you kill Phoenix, you get the Phoenix attack and you can choose one of three Phoenix attacks to put on your bars and your little, you know, it's a PlayStation game. So you're, Triangles and circles and whatnot, <laughs> but that same like I want each one of those I want the progression of the game to be very laborious in that way. I want to get Ifrit's powers and have those be my only powers for a chunk of the game, and then I get Phoenix powers and like, I start mixing those and combining those and it, it, one after the one after the other. I want to know where all these powers came from. It seems like I'm getting that, which leaves my last big complaint. They said on stage that Evade was on R one, which I say gross. Wait, what? What the R one evade? <laughs> what the hell? Who wants the to pri- a top trigger for evading? <laughs> that's that shit design. That's awful. I would imagine you could remap that. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so because I have no interest in hitting R one for evade. It's gonna ruin all my other games. Like, that's, that, that's it's too snowflake. It's way to like. I'm gonna try to play another game the next time. I'm gonna be like, oh my god. Uh, exactly. Circle is for evade. Exactly. Circle is for evade. So when I go back to uh, Dark Souls games, you don't ruin me along the way. <laughs> I guess I agree with you. I'm just finding your uh, your reaction very amusing. Uh, it, it, well, you you need to work your way into my diet, you know, and with that comes a certain, you know, fiber count, calories, uh, fat content. You know, I, you got to you got to mesh. You got to mesh. And sometimes control schemes need to just admit that evade goes on circle hmm. and that's the way it is hmm. how do you feel about quick time events by the way if it ain't broke don't fix it how do you feel about quick time uh, events mr i love the original god of wars i love quick time events i think they are an excellent challenge particularly at the end of a fight they said in this presentation that there will be no game overs for a failed quick time event my guess would be you, you might lose some health and maybe you can get a game over that way that's fine by me obviously resident mm-hmm. evil 4 had 100% game overs, restart the whole cutscene My least thing. favorite part of OG RE4. The knife fight, right, exactly, yep. exactly. And it was, that was a rough one. Uh, God of War had some really rough ones too, but they were based on difficulty. They were a lot harder based on what difficulty you picked. And they were badass. So they were worth doing. These look like they could be badass, and you're going to be doing multiple things. You're going to have evade phases. You're going to have attack phases. You're going to have your little Ifrit climbing on Titan phases. And I, it seems like they're doing them well. Because I like them already. So I've got no problem. But you can do them horribly as we saw in, um, well, many games. But uh, Star Wars. Star Wars uh, had awful ones. You know, you talk about like Force Unleashed? Yeah, Force oh, Unleashed. Oh, yeah, yeah. That game is just bad. <laughs> it's just just a like, bad game. <laughs> But it wasn't bad because the QTEs existed. It was bad because they put in QTEs that had no purpose, something that could have been handled by a cutscene. Uh, uh, cut you know, when Kratos rips out somebody's eyeball and then stuffs it in their mouth and then makes their jaw close on it, each one of those was an action that you performed. And so you went X, circle, square, and there was a rhythm to it that matched. Mm. Like, a, like a music video. You want, you want it to have a beat that you're performing with. And bad QTEs aren't performed off that beat. They're performed offbeat. They're messy. They make no sense. They're not related to the action being performed on screen. Like, I will never forget. Uh, Big, big, big spoiler. Spoiler for God of War 3. But my favorite (laughs) QTE in the world is when you thumb somebody's eyes out by pressing in the two control sticks. (laughs) And you had their head, and that button pops up. And, what, like, it's visceral. He, those feel kind of like little eyeballs. And when they click in, and it... whoa! Like I, I, I think it was... Um, I don't know, some mythological figure. I don't remember anymore. But it, like, that was so visceral. And that impressed me so much. And I hope they can pull off cute things like that. And, uh, you know, just don't make me, like, cast nets. And, like, don't... I'm sitting on the couch, you know? Don't make me... <laughs> <laughs> overdue. I don't want like mine by going like swinging my controller. I don't want to. I don't. I don't think you're gonna fish. need to worry about that. Yeah, I don't think you're gonna need to worry about that. They made they made it sound like they're like pretty focused around boss fights and those boss fights like moving between phases and changing like locales. It's, it seems like where they're where they're putting the quick time events. So, and they they, they clearly were showing off uh, the world. There was concerns about the things being too dark. And that was just the zone they had available to them. Like it, again, just an adorable presentation. The load screens were very, very short. Obviously I, I they want watched, to sell you a PS five. I haven't watched like the Latin when the, when they had that big media embargo, like a month ago, I didn't watch any of it. Uh, mostly because we're invited. Um, if you invite me to the media embargo, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll play plenty <laughs> of it. Um, uh, but uh, it, so this is the, Right. it's the first time I've looked at the game in a really long time and damn almighty dude, it's a good-looking game. It looks really good. Um it feel to me it feels cozy cuz I'm playing so much 14 and 14 has a a fairly fair like fairly traditional fantasy vibe compared to like cuz to me like my first final fantasy was 10 and so I and the 7 was big growing up even though I didn't play it, so I was I thought final fantasies were pseudo-future steampunky kind of shit going on. Like, I didn't, sure. I didn't know yeah. anything I was a newcomer. I didn't, I didn't know that, like, every game was completely disconnected and had different theming and all of that. Um, I really like the way this game looks. I think you can be forgiven for having that opinion. After all, like, models and monster types and the summons, they all move from game to game, and they have very strong fan bases around each particular summon. I, too, thought it was a very linear process. I think it's very cool now that I've digested so much media... I wish more things said, hey, we're, we're changing this. Like I, I was talking, I think, last show or two shows ago about Dragon Age. And I, I want them to do Final Fantasy treatment so bad. Uh, this linear plot of Dragon Age is so long in the tooth, so lost. I love, and I want to see the evil city of evil mages, but you strung me along too long. There's no way this is going to meet my expectations anymore. Whereas, Dark Souls, Final Fantasy, a lot of different games. Diablo. Diablo is one I'd love to see do this too. Where they're like, hey, it's Diablo. Diablo exists. The angels exist, but sanctuary isn't always sanctuary, and heaven isn't always heaven. And there's there's no linear plot to it. Mm. Even though I'm sure I'm I'm sure those sell well and they sell lots of lore books, but so does Final Fantasy. So you know Throw that out there. Do like, stop, stop being so I, precious. Just do a whole new, precious, a whole new thing. Yes. Throw everything out. Just do a whole new thing. But well, um, in particular, as we're getting into like generational game design here, in that sense, like you know, it Chris Benson passed on to the next and the next and the next like, uh, until he came back very recently. Right. Well, it, it, we get into like copy of a copy kind of problems, yeah. and it, the copy starts to fade, and then you know you bring back the previous guy to like fill in the holes, but. He's a different person now. I mean, look at Spielberg's movies, right? Like very, very different person. Updated E.T. with modern sensibilities. But you go, now, wait a minute. You made that in a time in your life when those you know, thoughts and during that time, like maybe even intact, leave the integrity of who you were at that time when you made it. Don't go back and censor as an old man and you know, change it very much on the side there. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I feel you, man. No, you know, how bad. I want anything else in the Starcraft universe. Like, can we get anything yeah. Starcraft at all, please? Well, and that's a great example too, is like, Oh, well, we wrote ourselves into a corner and you know, there's nothing really to explore in Starcraft. Well, yes, there is. Go, go smaller. Go yes, smaller. What you do you mean? Give me a story of, to... of some, yeah. some one space trucker trying to survive. Yep. Like everything doesn't need to be a save the universe level threat. Absolutely, absolutely. I, I would play many, many awful spinoffs of Starcraft. Make seventeen you know? more Mass Effect narrative games. It doesn't have to be about saving the universe. Let me, let me, let me like save a a planet, a town on a planet. Like, well, yeah, they they tried to relaunch with Andromeda. That was I, a, I know, I am aware, we're but just, it was still very much like, well, we're still in this universe. Getting back to Final Fantasy sixteen here, uh, I I love piloting things. I love super suits. I love transformations, so the whole icon thing and people becoming icons is really, really working for me. Obviously, there's going to be some Final Fantasy stuff that on the surface I'm very tired of, but I'm curious how they're going to do it, like the Mother Crystals, and they said in this particular presentation, it's going to be like oil fields. And and I don't really like Crystal Tech most of the time. I think it they wield it well. But that's one I'm like oh, okay let let's see what you're going to do with it. I love the idea of the rulers having icons and I love the idea of these forced combatants, you know, the the people who have icons but they're held under a certain regime and used as a power. That's a that's a through line I always really enjoy because I want to see those people break free. It pisses me off and I'm like, yeah, be free. You're you're the most powerful one here. Why are you letting yourself be held down by this regime and used as a weapon? All those through lines. All those like they they hit my buttons. That's going to be solid. Fair. I'm with you on crystal tech, by the way, but like, whatever, there's very specific things. And a lot of things I like that. I don't like it. I just don't pay as much attention to it. I move on. Sure. Like dirigibles. Like I'm not, I'm not a fan. <laughs> <of dirigibles>. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kyle. Like dirigible. Apparently really got it out for dirigibles. I did bad plan balloons and war bad plan, bad plan. <laughs> no matter what bad idea. <sighs> I, so we talked a little bit about like the auto-inventory Resident Evil 4, and they have here a ring system for difficulty. So you're going to have buffs that you can equip optionally to make the game easier, including making dodge reactions longer, uh, being able to basically play one-handed as they showed off during this by just hitting X over again. It'll perform your combos for you. It'll be very cinematic and very easy to play in that way. And just in general, things you can equip in the inventory to change the difficulty rather than the difficulty itself being selected so we re- and I think that's a really cool idea we recently both tried near automata for the first time and there's a little bit of that going on there but there's also difficulties in that game like are you talking about like the loadout and how you can like make yeah I like the loadout can make yourself? things easier and there's like accessibility mods in the loadout in near automata uh, that I found interesting but the game also just has a more significant or like more traditional you know easy medium hard kind of a thing i mean that that near system was insanely cool the kind of required space your cpu and having to load out and choosing maybe oh well i don't really need to know my map because i've memorized the maps let me put that away and i can load up another attack bonus yeah or something along those lines that that was that i thought that was super duper adorable when Mm -hmm. we played that game but yeah there is that part of me that's like Anytime I'm struggling, it's right there. Like I could press the put on a ring, and it's, just, it's right. Just press the button. Just press the button. Yeah, there's, there's a part of me that'll always be taunted in the background by that button existing. And I <laughs> don't know if I like it, but I do like that they showcase that there were going to be buffs in, on the top of your health bar so that streamers, their audience would know automatically if they had any of these rings equipped. So, no, show us your layout. Show, are you cheater? Are you cheating? Are you using the rings? Like, it's right there, always on screen. Nobody needs to ask, and being aware of streamers, as I'm sure the Final Fantasy 14 devs now, Final Fantasy 16 devs are. I'm assuming there's, I'm hoping there's not going to be any of those really weird. You can't stream this part. Lock, lock the machine down. No capturing this part because it's sacred, and we don't want to see the ending f- for some reason. Yeah, yeah. Ran into that with Resident Evil 2 remake, which I thought was really strange. I would like went to go clip something, and it was like a recording disabled. I'm like, wait, but what? Yeah. What? Why? To, even though with a $10 splitter and a capture card, you can bypass all of this. Yes. Yes. Chrome, uh, Google Chrome, by the way, total snitch. Um, uh, I don't know if you know. <laughs> no, You this. don't say Google Chrome will block out any streaming service. If you're trying to screen capture. I know this. Oh, really? When, we, huh. when I've tried to grab some pop culture references as memes in our videos. <laughs> Oh I gotta switch over to Firefox because it's like yeah. you're trying to grab something from Star Wars off Disney Plus, black screen for you. And I'm like, Google, wow. you snitch. How yeah. dare you? I mean they're they're being pressured, right? Like, yeah. you know, not to be too emotional for our megacorps here in our dystopian oh, yeah. future. Yeah. But yeah, who will think of Google? Who but, will come you know, to their defense? But there's some poor admin who has to receive a thousand emails a day from Universal because somebody used half a clip of the Harry Potter music. And they got to go, oh, OK, no, I, please just stop this madness. You no, know, it's, it's, it's wild. <laughs> uh, they, yeah. they said they're not really going to show off the RPG elements until April. So this was very much a showcase of the game and counteracting fears of the audience and basically, you know, kind of declaring, hey. We're firmly in the action game territory, you know, drop it. (laughs) It's kind of the the vibe I got. They had a lot, a lot of fun with it. But yeah, there there was definitely an element of, hey, stop it. (laughs) Stop it, okay? (laughs) And I think that was really highlighted by Yoshi P holding up the controller and playing one-handed. Like, you can do this, but all y'all are saying that this is the game we made. You're wrong. And love the energy. Yeah, it's, it's it's it looks accessible. It it looks absolutely accessible. And also, I, I played a little more Octopath, so it's like, yeah, turn base is out there. There are new turn-based games. You can go have that experience. Well, another thing they said, too, is that your character's going to age over the course of it, so I have more comfort in how they're going to meter this world and make sure that, one, I'm invested before you go completely hog-wild and completely off the deep end and hopefully... I, re- I really, really hope I have to defeat each icon before I get any power from them. And hopefully, like, may- not necessarily multiple times, but those powers evolve with me mm. as I evolve. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's solid. Well, uh, I want to hear about what, what you're playing, because it confuses me, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you? oh, there it is. Didn't know how long your laughter was going to go. Oh, yeah. Sure. Well, thank you for making room for my laughter. So I have the most a great stage I, presence. Yeah, yeah but most of playing Resident Evil won't belabor that. That's been the majority of it. A, a little more octopath for me. But you, you, you've been playing Legos in real life with a video game component. Yes. Well, sort of. Not necessarily. It is one of the most futuristic and bizarre things I've ever done with my time, and it is. Adventures with Mario Starter Course by Lego. So this is a real-life Lego set that you play with. My son got it, and we've been having an awesome time. It it, it, it dominated our hours. Like, honestly, I probably did this for five hours over the weekend. So you have a little Bluetooth Mario. He's real. All of this exists in reality. You're you're describing a Lego set. They're they're not traditional Lego minifigs. It's a larger, blocky... Mario. That it looks to me. It looks like you build. Do you build him? You you put like his hat on and his pants on. But, okay, you know, and and you can like snap little ears on and little buttons on his chest because. You can buy different outfits for him. So, you know, if he's wearing, like, a helmet, he'll uh, need to pop his ears okay. off. Okay, all right. It's kind of like a paper doll in that way. It, Wait, I, can I, I buy a Tanuki a, expansion for this Mario? <laughs> this I like don't Mario? know if they have a Tanuki yet. You can definitely get, a like, a set of blue pants or something like that. I don't know why they, he's one he of Mario, Mario wears blue pants already, Kyle. No, I know, but, like, a full blue suit. And I think you can get, like, a bee suit for him or something like that. Uh. So you got your little your little Bluetooth Mario. And underneath him is a sensor. And then thankfully, thank thank the, the people who are aware of children, gods, there's two little lights that shine next to those. So you don't have to worry about lighting. If you've ever had one of those books that, you know, you open a thing and light sensor goes off so it plays a sound, you know you got to put that kid in perfect lighting for it to work. Otherwise, it's just tragic because the book isn't making the noise. The sensor isn't going off. The little puzzle piece that makes the... You know, alligator growl doesn't work. So they put two little, like, flashlights in there that shine down. And as you move through the course, you have little scanners, little, like, barcode kind of systems that you jump on. And the mini game is you start them in the pipe. It starts up. You have a one-minute clock, and you run a course. And if you jump on the Goomba, you get a certain amount of coins. And if you go over and you jump on, like, a little spinner deal, like you put them on top of a little... Skill spinner and spin him slowly with a good chance he'll fall off, you get coins as that spins. You put him on a little cloud stick and you like fly him around, but Mario's feet don't lock on fully. This thing is made like a tank, too, so it's meant to take lots of falls, so he'll fall off the cloud. But as long as you're on that cloud, you're getting coins. So you go over, you jump on the item block, maybe you get a star. Well, with the star, you can now one shot baby Bowser, which gives a lot of coins. So you're running around, you, you like you start the course, maybe you jump on the Gooma real quick, get a couple of starter coins, go to the, the item box, get yourself a mushroom. Well, cool, now you won't be stunned when you fall in the lava, for instance, because it senses what color you're on. If you're on red, you're in lava. And if you're in the red too long, you get stunned and you're going to lose some of that 60 seconds. Or maybe you fell off the spinner and it hits the ground. And he goes, ha, 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 and lands on the ground. He's stunned. You can't get coins for a little bit because he sensed that he fell off. And hit the ground, and you make your way through the course, and you see how many coins you can get, and then you put them on the flag sensor, and it declares over, and it plays, you know, it plays the star music, it plays the Mario level music, and when you're is, down, to 15 is, are, are seconds, the sound effects coming out of the Bluetooth paired device? Are you using like a phone or an iPad or something? Like, they're coming out of Mario, yeah. So Mario. Oh, himself, it's, so it's okay. Speaker. So it's still a pretty self-contained experience. Yeah. So if That's you want cool. to. And there's even, like, they even thought this so far through that if you waddle Mario, you get a coin every couple seconds while you waddle him. Oh, so you so can, can tell if, if, you're, if you're, like, skipping over large portions of the set. Yes. So if you were to haul ass, you know, and be like, Goomba, Goomba, and a star, and over to uh, Mario, uh, baby Bowser, knock him out, go, go, go. And just, like, running between the stations where you get coins— you're not going to get as many as you might get actually like physically waddling. And you can even do the triple jump. You can go, yeah, wah, woo-hoo, and like give him, you know, little because it senses how long he's kind of been in the air from the last time he touched the ground. Uh, it's cool as hell. Oh, so you run, this, so how, you run this course. How old is Flynn now? Uh, he's three and a half. Three, three and a half. half. He must be loving this. Yeah, he thinks it's pretty darn cool. It doesn't really have the dexterity to work the tiny Legos right now. I mean, obviously, you know, there, there's going to be parents out there. that are like, oh, it says it's for six because he might. I'm right there. I'm right there. <laughs> yeah, eating yeah. Legos. Uh, dude, um, every single friend in my life that has become a parent over the past, like, five years, uh, there comes a point, a point around three years old where I'm like, can I just get them Legos for the next birthday? Yeah. And they're like, oh, dude, just- go for it absolutely but there you know we got to make range we got to make range for all kids that might eat legos so you know it says six on the box but yeah he's fully capable uh it's it's a really like i was really impressed because there's so much to do it's um easy to learn hard to master like i sat there optimizing (laughs) my lego adventure trying to see if i could get more coins what happened if i went because if you go in the lava and you're about to catch on fire, but you jump onto blue blocks, that's water, and you put them out, so you actually recover from your stun faster. You should do a really like self-serious, elitist guide to min-maxing adventures of Mario <laughs> Lego set. I, I've I've gotten eighty-two coins. I think is my is my top right now, <laughs> which is pretty good. Because in my additional goes, I had like fifteen. But you know that star power, that that mushroom. You know, even uh, if you do the item block, sometimes you get a bonus fifteen seconds, and that'll sustain you later into the adventure oh dude i'm i'm loving this because i have a, I have a nephew's birthday coming up and i need some ideas uh and this is giving me one also i kind of want to play with this it's like honestly you you do kind of you know he's jumping so yeah. it would be kind of a loud like desk set if you were you know in your office you have a lot of downtime and maybe you wanted a little game on your desk i think it's a little loud for that because you're going to be hauling mm-hmm. <laughs> these and you're going to start feeling the energy as you try to you know speed up your progress but uh, also just uh, the Super Mario app uh, one if you have your little Bluetooth phone available it does a counter on the screen for the coins and does a little celebration when you win so that's kind of nice but also the app shows you how to build and unlike your little paper guides of the past you can spin everything so when you're making baby Bowser and you're like now what the hell is happening back there you just give them a little flick and you can spin the Legos around and kind of in 3d put this together oh that's fun that's cool uh, uh chris and chad is wondering if you've have, gotten any other sets because apparently chris is uh, into this with their with their son no i so there's there's a lot of sets obviously they do they do a pretty good job on the box of like ghosting out what you don't get so you'll you'll see a lot of box sets and, and you know mario gets a new pair of pants but he's kind of like ghosted that means mario doesn't come with that set so i think it's a pretty good system they developed I really want to get the Oh, Bowser it doesn't mean set. that Mario isn't returning my texts. No, yeah, no, it's, okay. uh, he, he's not, he doesn't come, but he's, Mario is the expensive part of this. You know, the rest of the Legos are all superfluous. So I really, really want to get, uh, I don't know, here it even says, what, uh, Box 71369. Okay, I don't know what this is called, but the Bowser said is the one I really want to get because you get a little Bowser's castle and it looks like you get a little shy guy. And the adding, to me, there are like play sets that add more Mario stuff. I want to get the sets that add more of these little barcode things that you can scan and more mini games along the way. I ah, gotcha. 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 Yeah. You were talking, you, This you, you brought this up on the stream the other day and I was like, I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm glad you brought this, but I'm glad you put it in the notes. This is really uh this is a cool little toy. Dude. It's, it's futuristic, man. <laughs> like it, it, I, it, it's all barcodes. Like I said, but you know, it, it really is quite impressive. It's really fun to just jump Mario around and move him around. And I think, honestly, if you're an adult listening to this, you would have a great time. If you feel like you need something that is gamified, that you want to play by yourself, there's great solo play board games out there. And, and if you know, you want to get away from a screen, those are great opportunities to do that. But this is another one that's just like, if, if you're feeling the itch to like get out of your chair, get it out of your computer zone and get away from a screen... There is a lot of optimization mm. with Lego Mario. <laughs> I still have a small stack of Gundam models I need to get to, but uh, this looks cool. I was really, into, takes, I yeah. got really into Lego there for a little bit. Kitty got me like the crazy, uh, like collector's edition TIE fighter. It was like, I think 1800 pieces or something like that. It's like one of those really big Star Wars kits. But, oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I haven't done Legos in a while. And I know they've been coming out with more Fast and the Furious sets. So I wanted to get back in the Lego. Yeah, Fast and Furious has a lot of like weird tie-ins. They're making a lot of RC cars of those right now too. Uh, I did mean that's kind of the perfect tie-in. Yeah. Yeah. No, not the Tie Interceptor chat, just the standard tie. The standard tie. Is there a, is there a yeah, big I mean, crazy I... interceptor cuz the interceptor's my favorite. My favorite Star Wars ship is the interceptor. Obviously Legos aren't the cheapest things in the world I mean this is gonna cost you as much as a game a straight up game you know sixty dollars for this for this set um and if you already own Legos well you already own probably a lot of lava a lot of forests a lot of bricks that'll respond with Mario here but Legos are on the surface particularly when they don't do anything fasting like Mario you'll look at like a million falcon to be like 500 dollars, really oh my god if you want the ultimate uh, falcon because they don't make it anymore it's ridiculous oh yeah yeah i'm sure or the hogwarts express or whatever under the sun like there are big big sets that you know aren't really made for kids that are super expensive yeah let's see oh maybe it's not so bad i think they may have re-released it because here's one for only 750 dollars I did hear an anecdote um, that I really liked a while ago uh, that Lego is like employee owned is I think how you say it. But the idea is that each store doesn't have to make a profit. All Lego stores are tied together. So when you go into a Lego store, their job is to have you have a great experience and a great time. They don't want to sell you anything because the assumption is you'll then go online and buy the Legos. Mm. You might look at Legos at this store and end up at, you know, Disney Springs or something and buy Legos there instead same chris in chat is informing me of something i didn't know which is dangerous mm. uh, apparently if you're a disney annual pass holder you get the annual pass holder discount at the lego store at oh nice disney yeah. i did not know this and i wish i could unlearn it um, they have an amazing inventory there uh, i know we go every time we're at disney Springs. Yeah. <laughs> So but that's the thing like their goal isn't to make a sale there no one's like on commission they'll they all get bonuses based on how the company goes at the end of the year so if you're like me because I, i'm I, I overfeel for mascots like I'm like there's a person in that suit I, I really don't want to bother you uh, I feel the same way about like employees in most situations so I don't like window shopping at really cute stores you know like the the, the sword place in the mall right like I'd love to go in there and look around but you can just feel the person's eyes on you the whole time. And they're like, just buy something. What the hell are you doing in here? Uh, Highlander, is the name of the local one we have. i like, I'm surprised you still have one. I can't remember the last time I saw a yeah. store in the mall. You're like, how, how do you make money or the anime shop that sells like anime socks? Right. I love looking through those, but I always feel kind of bad. So with Lego stores, I don't have that feeling, which is so, nice. So we live like 15 minutes away from the newest mall in the state of Florida. Um, and it just got its hot topic. And just, oh, just, yeah, nice. I'm just excited that we, we got the hot topic. Katie bought a Beetlejuice shirt there this weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah our mods are yelling in chat we're not sponsored by lego obviously and yeah obviously, obviously not I, lego if you well, like to sponsor i will gladly sure. I mean, i'm already playing with your damn toys but uh, well and i'm also like extra super smitten because my son loves them right so do, immediately do we, do do we need to announce that we're not sponsored by uh, square enix or playstation 5 or that's true do, do we need to throw some shade to kind of even this out a little bit yeah uh, uh, legos uh, are too damn expensive and they hurt when you step on them Yes, yes. They, they are too damn expensive. Uh, I like Kinex better growing up because they are more dynamic. I find Legos can be very frustrating for me when I was building because I wanted to do something of my own volition and my own willpower. Mm. And with Legos, you always have to have the special piece for that. And that's always driven me nuts about Legos. Oh, you want to build a wheel? Better have a wheel piece. what I do with Kinects? I took the wheel piece and I put a stick in it because you could. <laughs> I don't think Kinects are around anymore. I think they died out. I had a K'nex. It, gone. I had the hilariously named Rector set. Oh yeah, the, the Rector set. It was yeah, the metal Erector one with it had like the yeah. uh, screws and washers. Um, yeah, yeah. Boy, no one, no one can wield a Phillips head screwdriver quite like me because of that toy. I had this really weird like scaffolding set. Uh, it was one of my dad's old toys where you would build buildings and you had like plastic windows you kind of snap onto the scaffold you would build. I don't know, I don't know. Uh, but. But basically, like Erector sets, those required a lot of tools, right? Like you were building a spaceship and you had to like actually get out the screwdriver and. Yeah, all that. I mean it was a lot of, of modular pieces though, so I just build random BS all the time. Yeah, but, you know. I mean one of my favorite things that I ever had happen to me at like a, a summer camp was this old guy dropped off all his old equipment. Like there was a phone in there, there was an old computer in there, like a yellowing computer. There was a Macintosh screen. And he just walked in. I, he didn't work there. I, maybe he was a grandpa of somebody. But he's got this big bin. He just drops it off on the table with a bunch of screwdrivers and just goes, go. And I was, oh, I love that as a kid. Just getting in the <laughs> phone and just being like, what is in here? What, what, computer chips? I don't know what these, but just like seeing the intricacies and just taking stuff apart is so satisfying. I, I really want to buy the cheapest Miata I can find for that reason, because I've, 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 mm-hmm. in, my, in my 30s, I've become interested in learning how to do maintenance on cars, and, and, and I, would love, I would love something that I can completely just go nuts on and not really care about what happens to it. Cause <laughs> Cara in the chat goes, we did that, but with frogs. Yeah. I, I that's wasn't called much. science class. <laughs> yeah. I did. I did not like doing the baby pigs or the I, frogs. I, I never did the baby pigs. I did frogs. And then I had Marine bio and we did like a little shark. Oh, that's sad. <laughs> a little shark. Yeah. I was, it? Oh no. Yeah. 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 I get it. Like, but I just hate intestines. That's where I like draw the line. I gross. Ugh gross tests no, intestines oh intestines yeah yeah who, the, who, the I, who digestive who? track is the most hideous it, it, it's a giant worm you know carl i feel like if you like intestines it, it, you're, you're probably on a list well yeah but you know like er like my parents would watch er when i was growing up and they'd be like well, oh my god like it'd be all drama and like doctor dates but you know <laughs> and then, then they'd be like camera over the people oh gross <laughs> don't need to see that <laughs> There's the reason we have skin. There's a scene in Hannibal. You must love Hannibal, the show or the movie. The the movie Hannibal. Oh yeah, well yeah. It's a little different in horror, right? You haven't seen the show, but you should watch the show. The show Hannibal is incredible and was canceled before its time, but actually has a pretty good ending. It's a little different in horror movies, right? Because you know you, you can just have the viscera all about but you know i'm watching doctor strange and he's like well let's cut him up and then i'm like oh, oh, oh do it, Dr. Uh, strange. Yeah, <laughs> dude i can watch i can watch horror movies till i'm blue in the face if someone gets a needle like a shot in anything mm. i have to look away i can't do it i have yeah. major needle phobia I, I can't stand it can't stand it and then there's saw 2 which is a horror movie with way too many needles and uh yeah yeah, so, we're don't know how we got here fascinated. from uh, adorable children's toys, but that's the way Kyle's brain works. Everybody. It's all it's all it's a fascinating array of people. You know, obviously someone needs to perform surgery. So that's why we're all different. You know, people are afraid of heights. Someone's got to go to those heights. That's why I'm not afraid of heights, because I got to do that because because you can't. But you might, you know, do open-heart surgery, and I can. not So, you know, it's mm. the beautiful tapestry of humanity. You know, uh, you know Legos. My, my dad had some uh, uh, cattle syringes that he would use to do something. He's an exterminator. I forget, to inject something in, like, drywall, I think, for termites or something. He found Back in the day, he found it was the easiest way to do it. So he used to go and get one of those giant cattle syringes. He would fill it with water and green food coloring, and he'd tell me if I didn't eat my vegetables— uh, I'd have to get the, the green bean shot is what he would call it. <laughs> and uh, I never ate my vegetables faster. Holy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that, yeah, you know, may, maybe, maybe screwed me up. Maybe screwed me up. But uh, yeah, it was a different time, right? The lies our parents told us. For, but You know, I'm fine with it. I, I think it's pretty hilarious now. I'm, yeah. I, I maybe yeah. wouldn't do that to your kid, but. <laughs> no, but you, you had a home full of love. I'm aware of that. You know, I've met your parents filled packed with love so in the end it's it's really it's really no harm done he also kicked the like i think i was 15 or 16 we were doing a halloween party watching scream or oh i think the ring had just come out he literally kicked the door in with an actual chainsaw with the chain taken off like scared the crap out of us that's that's pretty funny though that's yeah pretty good yeah oh and we were we were a whole teenagers we absolutely deserved that treatment yeah yeah so so that's just kind of Oh no, that's that's not. What, by the way, we we can talk about this episode. That is not why I'm afraid okay. of needles. No, I have very real reasons why I'm afraid of needles. But oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, that does you know, yeah, yeah. We've got we've got one plan for when they're a teenager, just bust in the room at four thirty in the morning and start yelling because you know that's what they did to us last night. So it's gonna you know we're gonna wake him up you gotta you gotta get him back you gotta <laughs> wake get him, him back up a little early and get him back for it yeah, you gotta oh dad there's nothing nothing my my dad delighted in more than the messing with me the few times i we, we ended up at the same place and i was asleep in the morning with a hangover you know early mm. 20s garrett oh dad loved messing with early 20s hungover yep. garrett yeah yep. yep loved it had a good time uh let's have a good time with some questions before we wrap this episode up sounds good hello there hello there hello there you can send your emails and feedback at startgrindinggear.com or if you're supporting us on Patreon or the YouTube membership, well, you're in our members-only channel in our Discord, we've got a dedicated channel there for questions. Access547 wants to know if we are excited for the Riot MMO. Uh, what is it exactly <laughs> going to be? I would, but civil answer is Yes. Uh, yes riot knows how to how to make a game uh they're mm-hmm. kind of the the direct competitor of, of blizzard entertainment is how i see them i like blizzard entertainment I, I liked them more in the past than than i do right now although i'm rather i'm enjoying diablo 4 what i've seen of it wow i didn't know how long we're gonna have to wait to actually play diablo 4 uh, this bait is a little early for my tastes oh because the weight on the other side it's of it june is isn't it yeah, yeah. That's that's, I, it's, that's the problem. I, I I enjoyed my time with Diablo Four. And good on them for testing their game, though. You know, that's that's good. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, but the Riot MMO. It's, all, all that's been confirmed that I am aware of is that it's set in the League of Legends universe. Right. Yeah. So it's a League of Legends MMO. Make of that what you will. There's. I know there was some World of Warcraft alumni working on it. Ghost Ghostcrawler was one of them. Ghostcrawler recently left Riot. They did. Yeah. Yeah, so not going to be part of the launch of the MMO that they've been working on the entire time, because that's where they went after they left Blizzard. Um, anyway, yeah, I mean, in general, yeah, yeah, I, I'm not the biggest, I'm not, I wouldn't call myself like a Riot fan, but like I, I respect the games they put out, like they make good games. I, uh, I haven't really been stricken by any of them, but I think they're quality products stricken is a good way to put it yeah yeah i i i sort of liked arcane we've been over this Uh, to me some of the characters felt like pretty tired archetypes i love the art though i think it's one of the most beautiful shows i've seen in a really 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 long time um but i wasn't head over heels for it and imagine dragons did the soundtrack and i think they suck so um (laughs) kind of kind of ruined the music for me um so i yeah i wasn't i wasn't head over heels for arcane like everyone else was but i do think it's a like on the art side of things is basically perfect. So, I think I think Misery is okay. I I like that one. Oh, oh, it's it's intensely Imagine Dragons though. So if you don't like Imagine Dragons, uh, it's, it's kind of like I can't, um I can't do it. it's like the Toy Story guy. It's very much that vibe of just like how did this get here? I've, I've, what is this doing? I, I used to be way worse in my aggressive musical opinions. And I, if you knew me when I was like 18, I've calmed down a lot, but there, there's something about Imagine dragons. that still like f- stirs that I'm 16 and I hate this and I need to let you know fire. Like they're just so intensely safe. Uh, that I hate them. Uh, you do like Green Day, though. You love Green Day. <laughs> I do Day. love Green Day. And Green Day is pretty safe punk rock. So yeah, what do yeah, I know? Yeah, like, come at me. That's the uh, back seat go. you gotta take. Let's you go. Gotta yeah, go. Yeah, I also like uh, Blink. You know, it's like even the- safer. Uh, mm-hmm. um, like Blink's never even put out a, a political album, which at least, at least you can say Green Day has. Like, I'm trying to find like just some images to put up, but like, there's nothing about this game at all. No, no, we haven't. we haven't gotten a look at it. If it looks anything like Arcane, though, like I'm in. Like I, because I've played plenty of MMOs where I didn't care particularly about the the narrative, but I just liked the look of the world and I just liked being there. It's the same way I like going to theme parks, even if I don't love each and every like land. Like I don't don't give a shit about Fantasy Land at Disney, but I love going to Disney. Like sometimes if I just like the vibe, I want to play. So like I'm always. Tangentially curious in any MMO, any MMO at all comes out, I'm gonna read up about it a little bit, probably tune into a stream and decide if I want to try it myself. Riot well, is someone, someone with Riot's pedigree is gonna go make an MMO. I'm going to play it. I'm gonna give it an honest try. Well, and you know, we are playing Final Fantasy uh, with very little Final Fantasy knowledge, so there is a ton lost on us. But what they did right in Final Fantasy 14 is the reverence is there for you to enjoy it, but it's not the crux. It's not the pinnacle of why you're enjoying the content. Right, right. Like like early World of Warcraft, I was like, I love Arthas and I kind of don't care about anything else. I just like the world. So I just had fun with like vanilla back in the day. I don't think World of Warcraft was as good as Final Fantasy in that regard. Uh, for, but it's it's hard for me to judge because so much of, my World of Warcraft desire was, I want to see a ziggurat in real time. I want to go inside of it. I want to see, like, I want perspective on ghouls and gargoyles and banshees. And so I I ran strapped on to death because it was all those things that I wanted to see. And the abomination walking by in the Undercity, it all had a lot of weight from Warcraft 3. So I think, you know, I think they'd be aware that there is a large audience that they want to access that hasn't played League of Legends. Mm. And League of Legends is very samey in terms of its, Characters. There are so many humans, so many humans, all just battling with weapons. <laughs> they, they do have their monster types, but I wasn't su- I wasn't seduced towards League of Legends because I was a Dota, Warcraft three kind of player. So I called uh, the idea. Dota. Here's the Storm Track. Yeah, League of Legends was like legitimately the worst first day experience of any game I've ever played. Like it was the most instantly toxic gaming experience I've ever had. Um, Yeah, I I didn't even make it that far because the investment of getting your flash and your weird items built up and getting currency inside the game to have those required short term or short range teleports when I could every game of Dota was fresh. I didn't like Mm. bringing that energy with me from game to game. I totally get the appeal. You know, Path of the Exile is also a system bloated game that keeps its audience very happy. Dude, do you remember when they card. tried that shit in Here's of the Storm? And, and, oh, it was and, hideous. And, and, and we, like, screeched it out of existence? Yeah, <laughs> rightfully so, and it was great on the devs to listen to that screech. It, it was, it was yeah, a power screech. Was, was not having it. No, it was horrible, and we expressed ourselves, maybe not in the best way, but ultimately, we we did the right thing in that case. So, really, I'm excited for it. What I'm dreading, in general, is the war, the content creator war that I've been through too many times. now. Oh, yeah. ready, set, go. Try and be the biggest creator for yep. this game. And, and then the drama is so-and-so pisses off so-and-so to try to climb it, it, the crabs in a bucket. Well, that's it what really we did is. wrong, man. We haven't pissed anyone off. Like, can like pint or someone <laughs> start to. beef with us? Like I need I really my YouTube cred. Be. No, yeah, seriously, Joe cat, Joe cat, buddy, could you please like start beef with us? Yeah, um, it 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 well, but People Magazine. It's all People Magazine. We don't even run it. Let let's get some community managers for ourselves that run this beef for us. And we're not even like Jennifer Anderson aware of it. We just sell our pictures. We need we need Jesse to put out a video that says grinding gear are the worst stallers in the history of Final Fantasy fourteen. Yeah, uh, and then we need to put out a response video, uh, uh, saying Jesse is too famous to be beating up on uh this poor tiny little channel, uh, it's, and then. <laughs> It's the epitome of the crabs in a bucket analogy because the crabs pull each other down as they try to get to the top and escape the bucket. If they could work together, they would all get out. And particular, the the real word that I'm always just like, oh, my goodness, is pillars of the community. Every time I hear that up, I'm like, oh, Oh, dude, Oh, dude, dude. You you and I have the same thing, too, when we see a tweet start with I for one. Like, yes, we both just shut. Like, I'm out. I don't know. I'm out. You're too serious. I'm leaving. Um, As a pillar of the Riot MMO community. First of all, you gave yourself that title, so it has no weight. (laughs) Second of all, (laughs) you then elevate your friends and create what is usually an old boys club surrounding this pillars of the community where you judge. And hopefully Riot has the sense to ignore those voices and not change the game based around those very loud esports kind of level voices. But it's going to happen. It's going to be extremely strong and it's going to be a very tough workplace. I'm going to say it that way. Like, I, honestly, it's, it's our job it's a toxic workplace when things go that far and it's going to happen. It's, it's, it's the, the way of things. MMO. Uh, I'd like to think we've, we've cultivated a, a fairly chill environment. Um, and I, th- I think we'll be able to hopefully, uh, reap what we've sown there and keep the chill going. Did not have to play that kind of game. I want to, I want to play the right. I want to play the right MMO. I want to play the literal game we're talking about here, but I don't want to play that. Uh, the clout game. Yeah. The, the game, the, yeah, that game. Yeah, that I don't, don't yeah. want to play the clout game. Uh, We'll, we'll play it if, if y'all enjoy it and continue watching, we'll continue (laughs) playing it. Like it's, it's, it's a pretty, it's a pretty simple math equation uh, here at grinding gear. Uh, If we're having fun and y'all on the other side are having fun, uh, we're we're, the plan is to keep having fun. Um, That's that's old. We're too old. Otherwise that's really it. That's really it. Yeah. But I, I hope they, challenge our understanding i've heard from what i've read and this is you know hearsay and everything else is that it is a very soft tab target game much like eso uh whether or not okay. you know what what view we're gonna have but you're gonna be tab targeting but it's gonna be more action-based and uh fans of what was the really dodgy one Wildstar. Wildstar. Uh, are supposedly going to be kind of happy in that environment. It's going to be very. Oh, okay. I could be I, be a, I and liked the around. way I liked the way WildStar played. I played a lot more of Terra though because my roommates in college got into that after we all moved to various states. Um, so I played Terra as like my touch point for like a more action based MMO. Um, but WildStar was fun. It, it was. I still felt it was a little too similar to WoW, so I fell off it pretty quick. But I liked the controls. I feel, yeah, if you already have something that's sustaining that in your life, um, obviously World of Warcraft has lost a lot. Did you see that preach video that went around of him kind of talking to his audience about that? Just, uh, uh it was just, what, just the, are you having fun kind of a thing? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was just kind of a little video of he was like, uh, did Shadowlands permanently damage this Oh, oh that everyone? one. Uh, I, yeah. I've seen it. Cli- I haven't watched it yet. I haven't watched it yet. I, um... But I've seen I've seen the headline going around. Yeah, it was an interesting just kind of thought on that, how they were unable to recapture the audience they lost during Shadowlands. And if the MMO for Riot takes too long to take advantage of that, then it's going to be all it's going to be a part of all other sorts of marketing decisions. Right, because maybe maybe it's too action oriented and you really or maybe it's not Sims enough for you. So you keep playing The Sims or Final Fantasy 14 in that way. But yeah, there's a lot of people really excited for this. Yeah, I'd have to watch the preach video, but I I think that from what you just described, I think he's right. Like I, I think Shadowlands did do some pretty pretty lasting damage. It was Shadowlands too, like on the back of BFA. It was like two pretty kind of non hitters back to back in my eyes. And that was yeah, that 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 broke the rhythm for so many people. Good expansion, bad expansion, good expansion, bad expansion. They could weather that, but two in a row uh, was just too laborious for them. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's like, I liked BFA enough. Um, I hated Shadowlands. Like I think, I think Shadowlands, the second worst wow expansion under the first one I under Draenor. Yeah. Never even bought it. I just saw that. I saw that we're doing the world of the dead thing. and I said, you guys can't pull this off. There's no way I, I was stoked on that. And then they, the uh, first expansion was, or like the first patch was like a grassy Rando Island. And then the, the second patch was like, we're going to the vendor world. I'm like, I've, I was here for like the black parade. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, the robots and learn their language. I'm thing. It's like, Oh boy, I don't give a shit. <laughs> like, well, and I, I saw in the grand in 2000. What's it five or something like that? Like the floaty Island green stuff. It, it doesn't wow me anymore. And, uh, I see what you did there. Yeah. Did yeah. There. So, and a lot of weight is going to be behind it, too, because, yes, it's a Megacorp with, like, 10 cent behind it. But at the same time, like, a lot of MMOs in the last 10 what, years have been scams. What mega, mega corp doesn't have 10 cent behind it? Well, it's true. But I'm more saying, like, so many MMOs that I've been excited for have just turned into scams over the years. Mm. And slowly devolved into give us money, give us money, give us money. It's coming out someday. That's fine. And it, it, it doesn't, or it doesn't look dynamic enough. You know, there's there's some there's some cool ones out there, but they end up releasing and looking a lot like Valheim. And while Valheim hasn't updated itself to keep me playing it, it was still just a, hey, we made a game kind of energy yeah. to the room. And yeah. I love that because it means your your creative juices and passion are flowing and it hasn't been bogged down and over critiqued and over touched. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of both, right? Like whatever you're and there's going to be there's going to be stuff like this right MMO where we're going to hear way too much about it by the time it comes out. Then, I think they're doing a great job of that. I, what do you? What do we know? Like nothing. We know nothing about I, this. I, I guess that's fair. I, you know, used to get a lot of tweets at a Ghostcrawler about it. Now that he's gone, um, yeah. You know, now, now I don't. I have no idea. But, yeah, and, and Ghostcrawler for those you know aren't in the know, like uh, that sustained a lot of people's interest who are in the PvP scene. Gross, gross, ghost Ghostcrawler did a lot of work to engage a more aggressive side of the community i'm not going to say toxic here I mean, I mean that uh because they wanted pvp and they wanted something that reflected their loot when they brought it into world of warcraft that's the appeal of world of warcraft pvp is i go get this amazing ring now i kick your butt because you don't have it and ghost crawler did a lot a lot of work to make those pvp players happy so when league of legends mmo a pvp game announced an mmo all of these pvpers were like oh sweet that Sounds like my jam. I'm gonna follow this, and now two years have gone by with very little to say. Yeah, I don't know. I'll play it though. I'll play it. Uh, we got a a, a quick answer question right here from uh Max Max Mix. Uh, wants to know our favorite mobile suit from Gundam Wing, Kyle? Uh, let's uh, three two one go this, uh, or uh, three two one and then give your answer. You ready? Okay, three two one, death, site. death site? yeah, yep, yeah, yep, yeah. Yep. yeah. That's why that's I mean, it was simple. I was a kid, and he was American, and I went, "Ooh," <laughs> and it was a scythe, <laughs> and scythes are cool, so it was a pretty easy sell. Also, um, he was kind of happy-go-lucky, and Hero wasn't, and I'd- yeah, yeah, Duo was just Hero with uh, that knew how to smile, like he yeah. was still like blood bloodthirsty and edgy, but he had fun. As opposed to bloodthirsty, the edgy, and uh, like chronically depressed. Yeah I, yeah, I get it, but also like he had the uh, the, the lady always after him, so then he had a giant robot, and he was like the chosen one. So it was, was kind of oh, one of those like. Why, why yeah, are you so started rewatching it last year, and I forgot how like unintentionally hilarious the scene is where uh, she invites hero to her birthday party, and he just responds with "I'll kill you." <laughs> it's just yep. so funny when you watch him now. <laughs> I like the one with the flamey dragon arms um, in its fight scenes. But, yeah, I was definitely re- responding to Death Sight the most. And I thought the name yeah, was badass. Yeah. It, as I get older, I respond a little more to Catra and uh, who was his buddy with heavy arms. Who was heavy? Shit. Starts with a T. Uh No. No, who, the, uh, that, that's all I got. Troa. Uh, I respond a little more to them because they were, they were chilling. They were chill. Was, it, was, uh, was Wufei the one that was like super serious and trained all the time? Yeah, and kind of becomes a villain by the end of it. I, but I like, I, I like when there's like the gifted character, and then there's the character who had to work really, really hard to be that good. And that's why Sokka in Last Airbender is so great because he ends up on par with the other benders around him mm. after doing his training there with, uh, Cartho Nassi. No, that, that wasn't Cartho Nassi. Cartho Nassi. was the voice actor in the library. Uh, some, someone did the voice on the, on the trainer there. That was very notable. Anyway, <laughs> love Gundam Wing. I need to go back and finish my rewatch. I like fell off as, uh, I think around time, Cyberpunk Hedge Runners came out. Cause then I was like, Ooh, new anime and I'm enjoying it. Uh, Foxham wants to know our preferred difficulty for bosses. How much time do you want it to take? Should they be theoretically possible to win on the first attempt or force you to die to learn certain mechanics? Uh, which I found this question interesting because I've been playing RE4 and I died a lot to El Gigante. Uh, and <laughs> but I one-shotted the lake boss. That's kind of the problem with bigger bosses, right? Is they can often be easier to read. Because they're more set pieces you're interacting with, like what I assume the I haven't seen the lake boss fight, but I assume it was more of a, I mean tech. Oh yeah, I get yeah. I mean they're they're both pretty big, but the the, the that that one is more on rails because you're being pulled by the giant yeah. salamander. I think that there is <laughs> obviously I play a lot of Dark Souls, so. There is room for error. The difficulty is when your build doesn't align with what the game is making you do. And in that case, something like Sekiro was the superior design because you had to play that game the way it was made. Elden Ring, you have all these arguments about like, well, I use magic for this boss and it was easier. This boss was crap because I I did a range build and they were always in my business and I can't beat them. That That's on you as the player who developed that strategy. And maybe you should restart the game and maybe that game has the right difficulty. So that's hard to say, but my preferred rhythm of difficulty is very, very balanced early game. Like, just from the beginning, no points needed, you are just, you are a a, a clay being molded by the game and you can beat maybe the first three bosses by slamming your head against them. And it's not really about damage throughput or your build, it's just about learning what they do, and I think Elden Ring's very good at that. Then I want a middle section of the game that takes advantage of your build and hopefully is very easy and kind of invests you deeper into the game and lets you ride along. And maybe you one-shot some bosses along that way because, you know, you got your souls now, you're good, you, you got your points and the right stuff, you found a good weapon that you upgraded. And then just be awful in the final chapter and draw out that gameplay now that I'm invested, now that I've invested in your world and I'm actually interested in getting good. Oh, you are muted. I think it very much depends on the game. I think if, if you're talking about souls, like uh, they're just going to be like a souls, like, um, but, and then the, basically you get into any other game and they're probably going to have difficulties. So it's, yeah, it's, it's interesting. Um, I'm trying to remember the first game. I thought that was like Difficult. I don't know because like to me I think like when I think of bosses I think like the like things I think is classic to video game bosses I think of either side scroller beat-em-ups like the Ninja Turtles games growing up or Zelda. Like That's what I think of what you tell you tell me imagine a video game boss that's what I'm thinking of. Zelda Ocarina of Time is a solid example of all the pieces you learned along the way right. Yeah I, you usually I, needed I, to use the weapon that you got in the dungeon to defeat the boss in that dungeon. Exactly, and then that all climax in Ganondorf's castle as you visited literally themed rooms based on the temples you were in, and then the final fight takes advantage of the skills you built along the way. I hated the way Arkham, any of these kind of Arkham Batman games did it, where they're like, hey, final boss fight, what do you think we added a new mechanic? Like, what? This is the time to showcase the belts of utility, literally, that you've built over the course of the game, not make up new crap along the way. Uh, I... I There's also games that I don't have the time for anymore right now, like uh, KOTOR's original playthrough. I got to the final boss, and my build was awful, and I couldn't beat him, and I had to restart the whole game. There was no re-talent tree doing... I had, like, seven of my points and pistol laser things because that's what the first half of the game was. Or, well, fourth. But... (laughs) you you were a non Jedi and then you became it. So of course, when I redo it, I'm like, oh yeah, I'm I'm of sword blade blades the whole way because all those talents would work when you got a lightsaber down the road, right? Shh. Playing with awareness made it way easier. Yeah. The so old uh, old Bioware games, old RPGs, you could just ruin your build. Uh, same thing happened in Diablo 2. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, this is one thing that kind of concerns me about D four. At least in my early play on the. On oh, my Barbarian, I was like, oh, I feel pretty forced into, into Whirlwinds, and I've never enjoyed Whirlwind build. Never been my jam. It, you know, that's uh, actually, I heard the build that most people went, and the people who complained about Barbarian being underpowered were Whirlwind build. Whirlwind build was underpowered. Interesting.
1: Cool. yeah, And yeah. well, that,
0: that, that makes me happy if there were other builds that were working. Yeah, no, there's lots of ways to kind of uh, close the distance, get up on people. I think uh, Lunge was one of the big uses. Okay. Barbarian to kind of stay mobile and dodge the stuff and still get in there. Okay. All right. Well, that's cool. That's cool. I mean, it's it's a pretty elaborate talent tree. So, I, I'm sure I'm sure things will be discovered. I saw a lot of people complaining about Druid and then other people like counterposting being like, what Druid do you play? And then showing some sick, sick gameplay and I don't know. It, feel, it feels like one of the... Hey, you know that thing you were talking about when the new game comes out and everyone's like infighting and... <laughs> 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 yeah yeah, yeah. Man, yeah there's that well, there's gonna be a big one man and mark my words there's gonna be a huge one with final fantasy 16 it's gonna be so p- prepare prepare your Smokey the bear uh warning this is my Smokey the bear warning Smokey the kyle that don't like the sound of that um warning when final fantasy 16 comes out if it's great it's still dev time for final fantasy 14 if it's bad, it's still time for Final Fantasy 14, so either way, but, Final Fantasy 14 is going to be upset about Final Fantasy 16 success. But, but Final Fantasy 14 has a set number of patches and they always hit it. I know, but it's gonna happen. It's just, it's, that's just nature. That's, just ride it, be aware that that is going to happen, no matter if it's good or bad. Final Fantasy 16 is going to cause drama for Final Fantasy 14. I don't, I don't know. We haven't, we haven't been around We haven't been around. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Well, keep the animals coming, everybody. Thank you so much for the questions. Uh, And that's going to do it for this episode. A big shout out to our wonderful patrons supporting us on Patreon. You can support everything Kyle and I do by going to supportourbromance.com. It will take you directly to our Patreon. So go. Give it a look. Uh, and there's a very special level of patrons that we thank each and every episode. And those are our wonderful legendary level backers. So we want to thank Sean B, Mike R, Stephen J, Wera E, Das, Cheesy Bob, and Sean oh. with an EAB. Did I you was just playing re- music. Did you just remember that you wanted to play music? I've, I did. Yeah, there it is. Did you just remember. Did you just remember now? Yep. Cool. I was just going with it, man. I was just going with it and you can go with us on social media Kyle's on Twitter at Kyle Ferguson I'm at Garrett Art and we have a joint account at Garrett and Kyle it's right there on Twitter it's On Twitter, which uh, go to your for you tab because we're not paying for that blue check mark <laughs> <laughs> everything else we can do or everything else we do you can find at youtube.com slash or just search for grinding gear on youtube we record this podcast live over there we'll be streaming live tonight as we head into the final fantasy 14 year raids for the first time ever to listen to us live and everything else we'll see you then until next time gg